0: You made it. Checked out of office to check into the sweet views of this place where the kids aren't asking for the Wi-Fi. Mom, can we go to the pool? And when you're with Amex, it's not if it's going to happen, but when. American Express. Don't live life without it. Here at Total Wine & More, you'll find what you love and love what you find especially our totally low prices my friends and i are hanging out this weekend and i'm on cooler duty these seltzers and sparkling wines are the coolest they'll make you the king of the cooler oh that sounds good wow i can fill my cooler without emptying my wallet find what you love love what you find only at total wine and more with the lowest prices in the dmv drink responsibly b21 Okay, let me bring down this music. Hi there, this is Jim the Keys bartender uh, attempting to recover his computer. It doesn't matter, it's ready to go anyway. Uh, It's a beautiful day in Key Largo. Luckily I have a backup, I have a Chromebook. um, I just uh, pretty much wiped my laptop. Down all programs and I got to start all over again but luckily I didn't have a lot on my laptop I just use it for the podcast and everything's remotely secure on its um, on the site that I use for uh, broadcasting the speaker app but I'd like to thank you for listening uh, today it's uh, a beautiful thing. thank you Largo I guess we're in the mid upper 70s started out cool beautiful, light breeze, maybe 10, 10 miles per hour, and uh, one of those perfect days to go out, and it's uh, it's like that, right before the Super Bowl, and, you know, the Super Bowl rolls around, it's a big bar day, especially for sports bars, you know, Super Bowl parties and stuff like that, uh, you know, for certain bars, right? Right? You got to have a lot of TVs. You got to have a lot of block pools going and shit like that. Down here, there are a lot of Super Bowl parties at people's private residences. So we lose a lot of people to those things because, you know, someone, I, a friend of mine, Damien, who used to be the manager of the of Fish House Encore, has a lovely one. He puts out a big screen television. And uh, you know, booze and food and all that stuff. And it's incredible. Just a lovely, lovely setup there. And multiply that by, what, 200 in the Keys, in in Key Largo. You know, with the average of 20 to 30 people, right? And then the people that are just watching at home. So we've taken half the population out of the mix to go to bars. So, for a place like the Catch Restaurant, it's not very busy. People ask you doing something big for the Super Bowl and saying you're not gonna, you're not gonna come to the bar in the Super Bowl. You're gonna invite it to a party, and the people opt for a party because there's no charge for any, uh, any of the drinks. It's just the way it is, right? Well, it looks like I did a number on my laptop. Well. This was a laptop they had to replace the hard drive for, so I think it's pretty much done. It's a Dell, and uh, I'm probably going to probably scrap it. It's, how old is it? Maybe 10 years old, and uh, which it should last more than that, but it's a touchscreen. It, it did pretty good. I used to have a problem with the sounds with that. I just got to get something that's maybe a couple years older. Like I said, I'm not a big believer in just buying, throwing out stuff because it's old and buying new stuff because it's new. So, yeah. And luckily, it's good to have a redundant system. I got my Chromebook. I got my daughter's Chromebook. So I got to get another laptop, it looks like. If I intend to do, and I do intend to do, remotes from different locations, you know, once the coronavirus thing kind of ro- rolls back, we could still do it. They're doing radio shows from different places, and all that. And they're keeping probably keeping their distance, and hopefully, they're keeping their distance from radio. You know, radio shows not bringing people in. You know, you got to wipe down that mic. That is a big deal. You know, the microphone. Should use like a windsock or something on it. To make sure that things are. Uh, yeah, here I am messing with my laptop. There's no... It's it's dead. It's just a blue screen right now. So, let me see. Nope. Nothing's going on with that. It was dying. Just a matter of time. Man, it's always that thing. I get a, I get a uh, new car. You know, new used car. Got to get that fixed. I got to get rid of my... Uh, old car and that was funny you know you heard yesterday or the the the, uh, travails with that the uh, I had uh, a guy who I made a deal with and I told him I hold it for him and he came back with someone to look at it and he reiterated the things I said that were wrong with it before and uh, they were trying to beat me down on price I don't like using that ethnic term for saying you're going to bring down the price because All different types of people try to beat you down on price. I've done it before too. If I found out something new about something I was going to purchase I said well that kind of drives the value down doesn't it? So uh, I also had that person call back and they wanted they wanted to deal with me again and I'm kind of reluctant to do that and I think they're kind of fucking around with me on my uh, on Facebook uh, marketplace. They're contacting me under different auspices and one person they uh, you may know the thing if you try to sell anything online right if you've done anything like that in the past you will uh, let me see I'm going to see if I can get bring up anything on my screen on my laptop no it's dead control maybe control no no blue screen function function keys aren't working huh alt how about the alt keys no huh should I try to fix it I don't know if anybody's out there is an expert in their, they listen to recording just tell me should I what should I do with this uh, it's it's still lighting up, I just don't know. Maybe maybe the hard drives gone. Who knows? But it's funny the virus protection was working. And I think since I had the virus protection, that's the one that got everything screwed up. See once I paid for the virus protection, the computer went to shit. So I'm gonna shut this off, leave it off for a little while, see what happens. So Super Bowls rolling around, you got parties and stuff like that. People asking what what is your bar gonna do? We we don't try to do anything, lay out any type of spread because we know it's not enough big enough. It's not a big enough population down here where people come out and we take care of it. We'd just be stuck with a lot bunch of stuff on there if you did a buffet and and all this stuff. You know, we did an open bar. I, that down here, open bar would be so dangerous. But I guess it's dangerous any place. You know, I have so many Super Bowl party remembrance. I had a friend in Philadelphia who would always ask me to bartend his Super Bowl party. And uh, that was a good time. I used to meet girls there and stuff like that. It, I did it maybe three, three years but I enjoyed going to Super Bowl parties. I mean, you know, that was a good place to meet girls and stuff like that. Girls would show up on that. It was right around Valentine's Day. People always reevaluated their relationship once. Like on New Year's, Christmas, and Valentine's Day. Or anniversaries. So, Super Bowl being right... Most of the time, it's right before the Super Bowl. is usually a great time to meet girls. Because they're usually... Um, the ones that their relationships were on let's say life support they're they're uh done by then they don't wait they don't wait till Valentine's Day and uh, you could go you could find out if if a guy's not with a girl on, on Super Bowl Sunday I mean a girl's not with her boyfriend it changes are she doesn't have one Right? So, Or, you know, small possibility the guy could be working, like me. I'm working on Super Bowl Sunday. I don't mind it. It's not that busy. I get to see somebody and I'm working. I don't make any extra money. But then again, I don't drink anymore. So going to a a Super Bowl party and watching people drink, they used to get hammered. Because at house parties, who's the worst bartender for a lot of people? You're the worst bartender, meaning you pouring the drink for yourself, (laughs) you know, unless you're someone that has great self-control. But what happens is when you're the one pouring drinks for yourself, your inhibitions go out the window the more you drink and the more you drink, the more you pour yourself. And it's just a endless feedback loop of booze and booze and booze and booze. And I, I would just, I mean, at the end, I would pour myself a drink. It'd be like a half a cup of vodka. You know, unless I'm don't forget about bourbon. Oh, I hate, it. I mean, I can't pour myself drinks. I always pour too heavy. I, I I used to pour quadruples, not doubles. You know, and a double, people always argue with me with double. Because you shouldn't give anybody a double. Uh three, I mean, even though you shouldn't charge them. So a double in a lot of restaurant terminology, a double is one in, one and a half times the pores. So if it's one and a you know, one and a quarter, it's almost two ounces of liquor. You give someone three ounces of liquor and are drinking like three of them, it's like having six drinks. And you drink three drinks in in an hour. Like drinking six drinks an hour, and then if you do, of course, just play that all the way down there. And then you're, I don't know where my pants are. Can you drive me home? Where's your key? I don't know where my keys are either, or my car, or my girlfriend. You know, it's just one of those things I say. Super Bowl parties, some of the worst ones. I mean, I've seen some guy making predictions of that at Super Bowl parties sitting next to one of his very good friends reported good friends and he's making bold predictions and he just kept on getting louder 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 and the guy just turned around and slapped him right so the guy and the guy didn't respond to it which is kind of a I hate to say it I'm a kind person but it's a bitch move someone if a woman slaps you you extricate yourself from a situation right I mean you're in Philadelphia if a woman slaps a guy or any place there's a good chance because the guy and the guy is that punches him in the face but a slap does not warrant a punch in the face where you can break something a slap I've seen slapping contests and stuff like that on, on television where they wind up and slap each other but normally a slap is superficial it may leave a red, a red mark but a good punch a good punch could do some permanent damage a concussion and you know can punch him hard enough you actually can kill him or her so but if if a dude slaps another dude mm, holy shit i mean it just puts it in another thing you know i'm i'm a peaceful guy but you have to make a point of this aggression shall not stand because otherwise you're done right what are you going to do what are you what are you going to do hey look i bring up my computer and uh, I know there's something left on it because the uh, the picture on the screen comes up. So I know there's some kind of hard drive there. The point is, it's like a dog watching a can of food that may think it's there, but it just doesn't know how to open it, right? That's the situation I'm in right now with this. So it brings up the screen. Sign in options, let's see what that is. Maybe I can sign in to, as another person. It's going to sign in options. Okay. We're going to sign in. Not, maybe not sign in as myself, right? Or, let's see, magnifier, narrator, keys. The Wi Fi is working. Okay, it's connected and secure. Huh. Let's see. Let's see what. Maybe I can get. I. Okay, that's. What. Let's turn this off. Let's see. Oh, this is interesting. I shut down anyway. Let's see what happens. See, so yeah, yeah, my password my password stopped working on it, too. Interesting situation. So, wherever you're going for a Super Bowl, be careful out there. Be careful driving and drinking and all those sorts of things. I won't make any predictions because who knows, if it's raining, supposedly it's going to favor Tampa Bay because they have a better running offense. Uh, I don't want to see Tom Brady take, I mean, it's amazing that he's playing at 43. I don't think he needs any more laurels. Right? He doesn't need any more awards or things that, you know, make him great. He's already great and uh, there's Only a couple quarterbacks out there that have more than one. They have one that are still active that have one uh, uh, Super Bowl win. That's Nick Foles and uh, Mahomes. So Mahomes, would, as a young age, he would have to win five more, even tie Tom Brady. And I would wager if Tom Brady doesn't win this year, it would be... A little harder next year, but not impossible. You know, consider there's a thing about getting old that it's harder to come back from small injuries. You you don't have the recovery capability. But then again, with medical science, who knows? I mean, it's just like you know, you got your joints, you got your you got your cranium. You got to watch out for. It. It's just like an old bartender. You got I went to the gym this morning. And uh, I I rowed. I use one of those rowing machines. I rode for like 25, 26 minutes, and then I ran for about uh, 25, 26 minutes. But I use elliptical, not because I have a problem with my knees yet, because I don't have a problem with my knees, and I don't want to. I don't want to have a problem. I don't have a hip problem yet. Uh, most of them are kind of like uh, muscle things, but you know the eyes aren't so sharp anymore. Uh, just trying to keep the lungs at capacity, especially with COVID-19, it's really important to maintain your health. And who knows what else could come along the line, right? You got to be careful. And I am uh, I am considerate of uh, or let me see mindful of the aging process. I realize I can't I'm not working out like I did when I was in my 30s. Or 20s. I'm in my late 50s, so I get you got to be careful. I mean, the powerlifting, anything that you know, if you, you do any damage to your ligaments and stuff like that, that's a major surgery. You know, rip something. Get things get brittle. So I always told people that you know be careful when you get in a fight with an older person, because they don't um, they try to stay out of the fight, but if there's a fight, they're not they don't do it for fun. So they may be, try to get out of it as quickly as possible, and that means that nothing is off the table when it comes to fighting. You got to be careful, and uh, I have luckily I haven't. Usually, people are a little respectful about that. But then, if you're if someone's pissed enough, they'll they'll do almost anything. I've seen seen young guys go after older people sometimes, and it's just you know just the way they are, especially when they have diminished capacity. That happens when you're drinking. So, at this point in the program, I'd like to point out that the Catch Restaurant at Mile Marker 102 in Key Largo is an excellent place for you to stop if you're in the Keys. Mm -hmm. Once again, it's at the Mile Marker 102 Oceanside. They're open seven days a week for lunch and dinner. They have many classic seafood and non-seafood dishes. And if you have your own catch when you many times happens when you go on one of these charter boats or you cruise on your own boat, bring in your filleted catch and they'll prepare it uh, any of the different ways that they offer it. And you can ask them that. And they'll, you know, do it nice and stuff like that. If you're with a group of people, they can set up with a family-style you know, restaurant. I mean, family-style serving on a platter. It's nice. So... Come to the catch, uh, and they have a great happy hour. 3.30, 6.30. My, this pin is correct, or incorrect. What is going on here? Let's try this again. I may have changed my pin. Uh, uh, there we go. Signing up. Seven 73. Oh, that's why. Put in password. Oh, the screen's back. How the fuck did that happen? Huh. That's fucked up. It's all, the whole screen's back. And I was ready to, sh- you know, give this whole thing away. Okay. You know, I am at a loss for words. You've seen, you've heard firsthand. Yeah. Yeah. As a mirror, I didn't do anything. I changed some of my settings and this and that, and it was a blank screen, and now... Let's see. Let's see what happens here. I was having a problem bringing up my programs. It's as if it healed itself. But we know that... Maybe an all-knowing... Artificial intelligence said, you know what? We're going to stop fucking around with him today. Let's fix it. Yep, it's working. I mean, for I couldn't bring up any of the programs uh, for the last day. And now shutting it down, resetting the thing seemed to work. Wow. I, I shut it down several times. So whoop de doo I have no idea what I did. See, I mean, it's, I, I didn't show you pictures, but I did tell you what was happening. I told you what was coming out. And you can trust me. This is, w- this is what happened. I get a blank screen, this, that. And now it's all back to the way I left it two days ago. Um, funny, 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 funny. But what, what what is it? About me and technology, but then again, I didn't throw everything out. Okay, I can shut this down. I guess I'm not using it right now. I'm using my Chromebook, so I guess we live to fight another day. Now, the hard part of it is with this: is if I was doing a remote and I had to work. I mean, how many times you got two hours to do this? If it just this just happens one time. You know, it's. I've had it happen a couple times. I've had the, the, the hard drive crap out on me and things like that. It's like a law of averages. I'll probably have to get another one anyway just to have a backup. That's the way to go. Maybe get a MacBook or something like that. And like I said, it's the only thing I have on here. It's nothing, I don't have anything I really need. I try not to. Overtax my uh, systems, you know, I I try to do many of the things on cloud so it doesn't reside as much on a hard drive because you can lose those hard drives. Yeah, obviously you can lose your access to the cloud. You heard the story about the guy that had a Bitcoin fortune, but he had a security password or something that he didn't have access to anymore. And he had that on a hard drive that he didn't have access to anymore. He disposed of, and it might be in some kind of dump. And he looked to the legal system to try to get him to, uh, to try to get legal recourse to search the dump for the hard drive because he was pretty sure he'd be able to, you know, Jesus Christ. Imagine that, storing everything that you have in a fortune on this one thing. How much well I mean imagine the guy must have had other resources because if you had millions of dollars sitting in some kind of fund and you store it one place and you decide to throw that out. I mean I've done that with things like a locks, I mean keys for locks. Matter of fact, I was going over my keychain. You ever do that? fucking get a keychain, you keep on holding your keys, you got your apartment from 1987, you still have the front door key to it. You got to fucking let it go. You got to think, how many locks do I have to for these keys? You know, I got a lock for my shed, I got a lock for my house, I got the top lock, I have a lock for my place of work, the front door there. And you, you it's just, uh, keychains or just reminders of things in the past that happened to us. You look at it, you say, well, and you don't even know, what what does this key belong to? What did this key belong to? I'm sure there was a key from an apartment I had about 15 years ago on there, and I took it, and I didn't even throw it away, and I just put question marks. You know? Because I'm I hope the key... Uh, I stop messing around with this lid. I hope the key uh, or the lock on that apartment was changed. I'm not going to go in, I'm not going to my old apartment and check if the key still works. There's uh, some legal repercussions to that, and it's just creepy. Well, I just wanted to see the explanation. I just wanted to see if that key still worked, and I was going to give it back to you so you had an extra key. And You can hide it somewhere. Don't tell me where it is there's another thing too the hide a key I mean uh, as you get older and you start hiding keys you're like wow I'm gonna, you know where am I gonna remember that where the key is when you start hiding it people I mean how many how many times I, I walk out of a room I walk into a room looking for something immediately if I get distracted by something else I will forget what I went in for that's been going on forever, ever, ever, ever. It's amazing. I mean, you have heard me talk on the podcast. I could be going following this train of logic, and all of a sudden I'll start talking about, let's say, Spongebob Squarepants. And I won't remember what happened. Funny says Spongebob Squarepants because Patrick's house was just a rock, and underneath it he just laid underneath the rock, flat. But they, I, that would have distracted me before. But I remember, the hide-a-key, the hide-a-key, these people put it on the cars and stuff like that, now they have smart keys. And you have your smart key, and you walk up, and you walk the door as long as you have the key in your pocket or on your person, and, and it's a foot or two, you know, a couple feet away, you hit the button, and it's going to unlock. It's great, you know? Uh, but once you're inside the car, it's funny. You really, you really can't lock it. If you lock it from the inside, I wonder if it overrides it. Like, I don't know the whole story. Because if you have the Heideki and you're inside and you lock someone out, you still have the key. If someone hits the button, will it unlock if you had locked it? If you lock it from the inside? It should override that system, but who knows? And, you know, some car... It, it, it's funny. I'm going to segue eventually from that to how much shit... You know, where I'm getting my used new car fixed at the dealership. And they gave me a loaner. And there's so much shit going on with that. Like warning when you go into the other lane if there's another car. I have yet to merge into another car in 41 years of driving. So now... Anytime I move a little to left or right, it gets warning. It's nice to have that stuff. But in the back of my mind, these driver assist lane thing and all that, it's just delaying the inevitable until there's full autonomous driving, right? And there are some people that, you know, have Tesla's and put it on self-driving mode even though you're not supposed to be self-driving they prop the wheel and stuff like that or go to sleep and lean back and sleep which is stupid you know you really want to do that get a dummy or you know on your lap that looks kind of human tint your windows and just attach the wheel you know the hand to the thing you you know drive that'd be i mean you could put a mannequin there; it may not look too, you know, but from the front or through the tinted windows, it may look like a real person. But you're leaning back; you have non-tinted windows, and you're leaning all the way back in your seat, and you're driving by people and stuff like that. I think uh, I don't even think you could probably lean back that seat that far to get. And and I think the Tesla would warn you or something about that. But the more we aid people, the less able they are to develop the skills. Of looking for blind spots and what happens when they go into a car that doesn't have those driver's assist or warnings or brakes when you it allows you to go right up against the car I see people drive right up on the ass of other cars right up on the ass so you know to 10 feet per 10 miles an hour right because that's your reaction time if you're going to 80 miles an hour you need to have eighty to one, if not more, to change that distance. If that person s- slows down, you—you, it takes whatever for your eyes and your muscles to coordinate. Your eyes see the car brake lights going in front of them. They send a message to your brain, and then you have to send a message to your feet. A, it could be a split second, but you can cover a lot of ground in a split second at eighty miles an hour, right? If the car just suddenly hits something and starts, you know. Rapidly decelerating more than your your uh, over your brakes abilities to break, you're going to have an impact, and that's where rear ends caught. Rear end is caught. It's almost always that, and unless there's a road condition like ice and stuff like that. And The most terrifying thing in the world for me is uh, being. I haven't had nightmares about it, but I've heard that it's like a nightmare when it's icy roads and you're driving down the icy roads and there's a fog or something going on, and, or people are misjudging and they, there's a pile up in front of them and they start, they're going, they're speeding. And one by the time they speed and start hitting the brakes, their car's sliding. And it's very little they can do, even with automatic braking. If your wheels aren't grabbing, they're not grabbing. You're, I mean, they're trying. They're trying to do their best. Your computer can try to do the best, but there's only a certain amount of ability that your vehicle has. So, my best advice is to be careful. Be careful wherever you are. You know, when you're bone people do bonehead things and stuff like that. And a couple of weeks ago, we had a, a deadly crash with some guy on uh, and another guy going 140 mi- and access 140 miles an hour on the, this highway down here going south and they hit a, a small crossover vehicle SUV and they hit it so hard. T-boned it with the motorcycle that they flipped the SUV. And when they found, they couldn't find the motorcycle is because the motorcyclist had penetrated a backseat of the car and his b- body was in a backseat when it had, uh, wasn't engulfed in flames, and no one could, they couldn't retrieve the people out of there. Um uh, because it went up in flames in under thirty seconds. So you know your reaction time. There's there's only so much you could do like that. And someday, that'll be a thing. I mean, you, we got supercars out there that can go, you know, up to three hundred miles an hour. But should they be able to go three hundred miles? An hour? No, no, they should not. That's ridiculous. Three hundred miles an hour. How much? 300 miles an hour, that's five times the closure rate of 60 miles an hour. You need to have a couple football fields to slow down going 300 miles an hour. Someone steps off the road, on the road, there's nothing, you know, someone's testing that. Just, I mean, what, where's the point? When, where does it end? How fast does a car need to go? You the Autobahn and stuff like that. it's just, it's unsafe, vehicles aren't safe at certain speed until every car is linked to the other cars, like normally, almost like through a neural link where all the braking is deciding decide to do safe this and people say, I don't want a computer control in my car. Well, you know, people don't do that great fucking job. That's the reason why there's so many automotive deaths on the road and stuff like that. But not everyone can afford those abilities, Right. So, here you go. There is the rub. Well, that's it for me preaching. This is Jim the Keys Bartender. I like you for listening. If you like the show, please share it with your friends. I'd like to thank all my listeners from overseas, from United Kingdom, from uh, the Russian Federation, China, from all different parts of the United States, from Florida, uh, Leesburg, Florida. Yes, Leesburg, Florida. Thank you. Uh, what was that with Pennsylvania? I uh, I wonder if that's uh, uh, Michael Ball up there, but I don't know. Friend up in uh, Chambersburg, Pennsylvania, maybe. and Washington, Virginia, and Alcorn, Nebraska. I should say yeah, hi, hello, hello, hello. And uh, where's my other big places like that? washington d c, Chicago, Boston. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, send us an email com. if you have any questions and I will address them. I'll bring it up as a topic. I won't mention your name. Uh, I'd like to say hi to my friend Ted who, uh, yes, yeah, friend Ted who contacted me about my notary services because he heard it on the um, the show. I'm still waiting for my background check. I assume my background check is going well for my so I can be a loan signing agent. And uh, If you are looking to sponsor a program, please send me an email, jimmakeesbartender.com. Please, no uh, spam, but, you know, that's the nature of the thing. You might get it. Till next time, thank you very much, and I'll talk to you later.